Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Caroline Poder, I listen to you guys all the time. Please tell your son to sack up a bit. Sometimes it's like he's your daughter. I did not respond to that. Wow. But I thought I'd <laughs> share that with you. I love that comment. You do? I love it. Why? You like being uh, called uh, a girl? Y- yes. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar and the world's oldest living millennial. Wow. And and my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, clown, and of course, one of the human fountains on America's Got Talent. Tremendous. Together we talk about sex in order to provide you a laugh, give you a sex tip, and destigmatize this whole conversation about it because we don't talk about it enough in our society. And if we did, things would be a lot better. I think, I think you know, I think it's on everyone's mind but no one really talks about the details, you know, to really f- to express the f- true feelings about it. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So this is the Monday morning after show where we talk to you guys, our listeners, about your comments and questions and... uh, Concerning the last particular episode, which was on... What was that? It was it was called Quaaludes and Coming with oh, Kate Quigley. That's right. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. But this, you know, anytime you guys want to participate in the conversation, it doesn't need to be just our last episode. You can text us or leave us a voicemail. At, yes, text mom. You can also... That's the... that. What, what do you call that? That's the numerical... You have to go to the, n- the numerical equivalent of the, Yes, Text Mom. Yes. In case people don't know what that means. Yes, you have to yes, actually yes. go and put it Type in Type in phone Yes, book. Text Mom on your phone, save us a contact, and text away, or leave us a voicemail. We love hearing your voice. Okay. Um, we could say that we have a Patreon page. Say it. We have a Patreon page. <laughs> Yahoo! And what is Patreon? It is the only way that you guys... One of the only ways that you can financially support us so that we can continue to give these free episodes of and Sex Talk with My Mom. You can watch the video of this on our Patreon page. So if you guys want yeah. to see what we look like and what it is like in our... You can see the brace that I'm currently wearing on my arm because <laughs> I've injured myself. Yeah, you, you can, can see that. Isn't that exciting? Now, isn't that worth donating a few bucks this <laughs> way? It's patreon.com slash mom. In case anybody wanted to know how you can help, that's how you can help. And what it is, it's a membership program. And yes, yes, yes. We give you bonus content there. They get it. Moving on. So <laughs> and you can also hit us up uh, with your questions or comments on iTunes in the review section. That's probably our favorite place where you to, for, for you to hit us up because it really helps us get um, higher in the search results and gives us 
uh, more credentials when we approach other podcasters and say, hey, do you guys want to collab? Um, we have a lot of reviews. Yes, we got a lot of reviews. So let's read one because these have been wonderful recently. That's here. So this one says, and I might have been, I might be repeating this one actually, but whatever. <laughs> it says, very funny exclamation point five stars by Kelly Bean 725 Tell me if this sounds familiar. So glad I found this podcast. I try to be so open with my kids about sex. I appreciate the open and honest nature of the episodes that will, that with the, hu- that with the humor added makes it great. No, I have not heard that. That means that... Uh, I think I just read it a few times because it yeah, was so powerful. It was great because we haven't really gotten to moms with their kids. We mostly talk about kids with their moms. So yeah, I'm talking about the reviews have usually been like... From kids about their, but the yeah. relationship they have with their parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very helpful to hear from you guys. And thank you very much, Kelly Bean. Kelly Bean, thank you. And also any other moms that want to talk to us, please reach out. I, I, I'm alone here. I'm lonely in my... My little mom tower here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So should we, we've, we had some great comments this, this week. We did. I, I think we should start with, well, I thought the topic today. The actually, theme of this episode. The theme is going to be insecurities. Insecurities have been coming up a lot for us this morning, at least. Actually, uh, yeah, I came up this morning. Well, do, do, should we talk about our brief experience with this insecurity discussion? No, I wanted, I wanted to bring up a funny one for sure, and then we can go into it. Okay, go for it's it. It's going to be like a more of like a emotional one. Okay, so this is what happened. I decided to do a thirst. What's it called? Thirst trap. I thirst trapped my. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I decided to thirst trap. The people on my uh, Instagram, my Instagram followers. Why? Why? Because sometimes I'm like, you know, like a frisky mood and I decided, oh, I'll thirst trap them <laughs> and see what comes up. So I decided on this particular occasion to thirst trap no them. Oh, I was wearing like a, and I was, you know, I was, I think living in California, you just grow um, accustomed to warm weather and everything, but Coming from you know Chicago all my life, I wasn't able to wear sundresses all that often because there was like two days of the year that it was actually warm out in Chicago. So uh, this particular day was uh, actually in L.A., but I decided to write that I really enjoy wearing sundresses and I, w- I would love to wear them all year round. And is that wrong? And what do you guys think? And what are your thoughts? And I got like 120 thoughts on this. This was a thirst trap? It was a thirst trap because it was a, kind of like a boob shot. Oh, in, in so my the, sundress. Oh my god, mom! And then, you know, it wasn't total boob shot. I'm saying you could see my like. Oh, do you do this for like this, like the gratification of feeling like these guys adoring you? No, I do it because I know I'll attract attention to the conversation, which is what happened. Sure. You ready? Okay. This is a from a podcast listener. So most of the people said, "Yeah, you should be able to wear sundresses all year round." Okay. It wasn't the most astounding thought in the world, but I, I thought... <laughs> wow, really sparking that conversation. I sparked about. some conversation about sundresses. A lot of people have some very adamant opinions about it. Pretty much everybody said I could wear them all year round. Yeah, I, I wonder why. You're showing them your tits when you're wearing the fucking sundress. Usually sundresses tend to show a little more cleavage on other dresses. All right. All right. Anyway, the point was that I got this one and I thought I sh- would share this with you. I don't know if you're going to like it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. This guy's name is Orlord. Okay. Apparently, he's also a podcast listener. This was on my uh, Instagram page. 
makes it easy for UNDs to bang anywhere real quick. So I thought that was kind of funny. The sundress. The sundress. Okay. All right. Then he decided to add something. This part is you may not be happy with. Yeah, yeah, Karen Lee Potter, I listen to you guys all the time. Please tell your son to sack up a bit. Sometimes it's like he's your daughter. I did not respond to that. Wow. But I thought I'd <laughs> share that with you. What do you make of it? No, I want to know what you make of it. I love that comment. You do? I love it. Why? You like being uh, called uh, a girl? Y- yes. Oh. 100%. Were you expecting me to say that? No, I thought you go. I thought you were going to go off on him. No, no, no. The, uh, to, uh, uh, a man to be in touch with his feminine side and to to not be afraid to show that to the world is probably the strongest thing I think a person can do. Wow. Uh, not. I mean, uh, the equivalent for women would be a woman in touch with her masculine side, and not being afraid to show that to the world. Yeah. Going against the social constructs to show who you, how you really feel about something incredible. Well, I did feel when I read that from our Lord that he was being male chauvinistic or what the word macho was trying to be macho. With He's me. being an ignoramus. Yeah. But in, in doing so, he makes he, me feel very good about myself. Yeah. Whereas most guys would be like, Oh, I'm pissed off at him. I, you know, I've had this idea recently. Sometimes, uh, you know, when I'm, it, it's, it's frustrating to, to go somewhere and you're, you're talking, I was at a party this weekend and you know, I'm meeting people and I'm just, I get frustrated with myself when I can't find someone that I really vibe with, that I really like a woman that I, you know, I want to be in a relationship with. I'm like, God damn it. When is this? So I see you start thinking, well, what, what picture what you're kind of looking for. And here's something that's going to make me sound very girly. Sometimes I view, oh. <laughs> I view, I, I, I kind of imagine it like, because I, I kind of recognize them. I'm, I'm very interested in more very strong women. Okay. Oh, you got a strong mother. I got a strong mother. Yeah. And I I think there's something about like the image. So I, I, I'm, I conjure up this image. The first is an image of a king and a queen. And sometimes you can see the king and queen as these two people, like the king is like all powerful and he runs a kingdom and his wife stands by him. Uh, but she's kind of like in the shadows. She's kind of like a damsel in distress a bit. A little bit like Trump and, and Melania in a way. Okay. She, she's not really there supporting him. She's kind of just like his his arm candy. Or you could look at the Game of Thrones type queen, like Cersei's. What's that one? Don't you watch Game of no. Thrones? Oh, never mind. She's very strong, like so, overpowering strong. So then that's the other type of king and queen. I I picture like a Marcus Aurelius or someone who is like a, you know, someone who is who can be powerful, but so powerful that he's gonna want a partner who's powerful as fuck as well. Who and together they command as a team you like a team approach yes i want her to be pushing me i want challenging i want the challenge i want uh, she's gonna be strong as fuck good yeah i raise you right and so i think it relates to this girly comment because basically what those those kings i think are more in touch with their feminine side they are more uh sensitive and and feminine in the most traditional ways so this is a great comment for me i think so you're able to be that reigning, powerful king with in touch with both sides and looking for this, a woman. This is the of goal. Equal. I'm looking for a queen. You're looking for the queen. I like that. I think you should always look for the queen and never give up and take a surf. Yeah, I do, I don't know. Uh, you want I, one other interesting thought about this about masculine and femininity. Um, I have heard that monks, after 
and I've shared this on the podcast before, I think. No, you haven't. After years and years of meditation, the, the male monks begin to look, even their physical appearance begins to look more feminine. So they're looking like a woman more than... They the, begin to look a little bit more androgynous. Androgynous. And the nuns, the women, start looking a little more more masculine. Well, Isn't uh, that interesting? I was thinking that it's possible because they're probably all having sex with each other. Because no they one don't is have, having sex with each other. No? No. No monks are... No. I bet I, there's a lot of hanky-panky with the monks. There's no hanky panky with the monks. I I no. I bet you if you looked into some yeah, there probably there's, there's probably a few monks that are doing hanky panky. But yeah. usually, if you're committing your whole life to a, a, a monastery, you're likely not. You're probably just going to be in it. You know, you're not going to pick and choose. Yeah, the, you'll those, just leave if you. No those one's monks keeping you there. Must be getting horny over there. No, I don't. I, they probably are getting horned. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's an interesting, interesting question. So you're the, you're saying that if you were a monk, you would you'd be starting to look like a woman. This is what I've heard. I I, I don't know, and I I actually don't know the correlate the uh, connection between these two ideas. Hmm. It's just an interesting concept. Anyway, well, but back to physical looks. I think that's where we're going with this discussion. All right, let's go to physical so, looks. So this morning, I I was telling you that I was discussing on my live stream how some guy decided to said the quote was annoying quote. I'm going to give you this. This is all right. Just give me the gist. No, it's a guy Peter who's already made comments on our our podcast. Peter uh-huh. and and he said. Okay, I'm going to say it, and I know I should not. Did you have a B job? I'm assuming that he's not talking about blow job. He's talking about boob boob job. job. Yes. I saw you in a bathing suit, and it seems too good to be true. And I went off on Peter because if you make a comment like, I know I shouldn't say something, but I'm going to say it anyway, shame on you. I think he probably thinks it's kind of like a compliment to you. No. That's not a compliment by saying, did you have a boob job that's annoying and that's that's disrespectful and peter knows better all right okay okay so it made you insecure about your boobs no of course it didn't make me insecure it made me annoyed by someone named peter who has the gall to say i know i shouldn't be doing it but i am going to do it anyway so we decided to talk about well we i had that comment then i had another comment about um how this one guy is 34 he dates older women and he loves their body i love their body's stretch marks i think it's beautiful so i thought to myself there's a guy who actually loves what most women are freaked out about is their stretch marks mm. mm-hmm. and then i started equating stretch marks to like the rings on a tree whereas a tree gets older you get more rings and it makes it more beautiful oh i like that and i think stretch marks and scars and you know bad tattoos are all things that people have gone through in their life and it's kind of showing who they are. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. That's not necessarily something that you have to be shy about. And and if you are shy about it, you can always turn the damn lights off. Darkness is <laughs> it, our friend, as I say. And, and so this struck up a conversation between the two of us. Yes. Because I said, well, you mentioned another another guy expressing uh, oh, insecurity yeah, so, so about I, his toes. Yeah, so one of the guys. And I said, I have insecurity about my no, toes. No, he said he was insecure about his feet. Right. Because he said that he was so embarrassed about his feet that he wouldn't even wear sandals if he was going on a date. Right. And then we got into discussion about you, apparently, that you... I have a similar insecurity. ...have weird um, shaped toes and that (laughs) you've... (laughs) 
See, I'm laughing for our, already. For our listeners, it has been an ongoing joke in my family that I have goofy toes. And basically, well, it's not that crazy. It, my second toe slightly overlaps my first toe. Right. But I can make it look pretty silly. So he makes it look silly because he's a lot of times clowning. And I said, well, I know about your toes, but that's more of a bit. That's not something you're really insecure about. And this struck up a conversation. Because it does make me insecure. And it is something that is... it. You know, it's not something that's going to prevent me from wearing sandals. I'm wearing sandals right now. But it is something that when, if choosing which shoes to wear, am I going to, you know, and I'm going to like a a place where I'm going to meet someone who I I want to, I want the affection of. I will. You want your queen to not see your feet. I will choose. I would rather choose closed toed shoes to open toed shoes because I know that I have goofy toes. And so, it do you really, a, do you really in your in your heart believe that if your queen came into a party and you are talking to her and having a great conversation, and she looked down at your feet and she saw your overlapping toe, that that in any way, shape, or form would stop her from dating you? No, I don't think that's going to be the case. However, sometimes you are you can kind of dress in a way that makes you feel more confident about yourself. Totally. And so, this is You're one not of those ways. Call attention to your toes, right. but on the other hand, you don't think it will really damage a up budding no i think it's more likely it's going to affect my own psychology my own mm-hmm. mental state when actually because you want to be in perfect game time position correct when going out and meeting people yeah and so it raises a lot of, you know it obviously okay so this is not probably not as dramatic as the your youtuber suggesting it really makes him it, he doesn't want to wear open-toed shoes ever this is a very sandals. subtle yeah sandals he, he, you know this is a very subtle one for me but it is interesting that what we joke about, at least what I joke about, can often be something that I actually do have some insecurity about as well. And I also think we should talk about, in general, the importance of, of looks on self-confidence. Well, can we, yeah, can we, okay. the first, the first so, point so is, should we be should joking we be about... Joking about uh, someone's insecurity or I've always gone because you got upset because you were like because I thought I hurt my son's feelings you have been feeling insecure I feel you why didn't you tell me this is you got upset with me for not even expressing to you yeah hey you're I was hurting you yes I don't ever want to think that I'd be hurting my son by making fun of some body part that he's embarrassed about but the truth was there's it's a fine line you know like if it was really serious and I, it really, I, I had to stop stop wearing sandals entirely. I think that I, I would tell you, hey, that's something I really upset about. Yeah. I think but if you come from, a, especially comedians, I think comedians in general, like I'm thinking about your dad, who was an uh, all-time comedian. He would point out things like he had a yellow dot in his eye, and I'd be like, ew, and he'd like push it at me to show me the dot. And you know, so some people like to get attention by pointing out their flaws. I will say that the it's I have learned over the years of doing comedy, what people make fun of me for are the biggest gifts. Hearing someone make fun of me is literally the biggest gift I can get as a comedian. I have often been made fun of by having too co- close of a relationship with my mother, and that is in large part why I chose to create this podcast. You're like it, fuck you. I'm going to embrace this. It's closeness. yeah. It's it's more like oh, this is actually what makes me different. This is the thing that makes me. That's why people are making fun of me. Well, it's weird that you say that because your sister said the same thing when she was always reading books, and I'd be like, "Why are you constantly reading books at the pool when everybody's playing? That's not normal." And she looked at me and she was like seven. She goes, "Who said I want to be normal?" Yeah, I mean, it. 
part of me, of course, does want to be normal. Part of me wants to have normal fucking toes. The other part of me knows <laughs> that this is a funny thing I, I could use. I've done uh, clown, it makes you unique. clown so. routines that call attention to these toes because I know this is a funny attribute of mine. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not usually what I want. It's not my most flattering attribute that I'm going to show, shove in some queen's face when I first meet her. <laughs> okay. Speaking of books... Oh my God! Okay. So wait, are we d- done with that whole discussion? We're well, running I, low on time, I, well, so I, I think, think we I, need to be. Lo- we have to. But I do want to hear from our listeners on this. Should Wh- you, should you make fun of your partner's insecurities, or do you play? Do you do you just keep it close to the vest and don't don't engage? Partners you, or family members or you know people that you can trust. So I I mean I'm always taking the lead by. You know, I, if the person's saying that it hurts their feelings, I will never make fun of them. But yes. if they're if if they are saying that, hey, it, it doesn't really hurt my feelings. It it is a bit, but I am getting a little insecure about it. Then I would probably, you know, have to. I, that's how my temperature gauge would be by mm-hmm. like asking the person if it really bothers them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did what was the other point you wanted to make about all this? Uh, about physical looks affecting self confidence. Yeah. I, I mean, we've gotten, we got a text actually. So the last morning after show, we were talking about, uh, it's called my partner's hornier than me. And this guy uh, wrote in saying that he's got his big dick actually prevents him from having sex that much with his woman. Right. Because it, it's painful for her. And he kind of, he followed up after our, that episode saying, you know, he's done all this work and it, he just has not been able to fa- uh, find someone who's able to adapt to his size. It's amazing the different things that we can be insecure about. Most guys are insecure about the smallness of their penis. Oh, we had plenty the, of those. I had some guy deep Patreon. He, he left my Patreon page because I brought up the size issue. Just even talking about the size issue made him leave. We also got a, a, a follow-up text. This person said, as a bi man, size does matter. Too big, too girthy is uncomfortable for regular sex. A random Saturday night monster is okay, but for me, too big is a problem for regular partners. I'm a little below average, about five to five and a half inches. I've had a lot of partners and only has one ever mentioned my size. Also, I've always heard women say guys with big dicks don't try as hard. I love the show. Karen, keep rhyming. So Wait, wait. Keep <laughs> rhyming. I like that guy. So, I mean, it is... People have different preferences, I think, when it comes to this shit. It's all about the fit. But it, and here, but know, here is what I, here is where I'm starting to lean. Where? It has nothing to do... With the physical act. Yeah. The penis, vagina, penis, butthole, all that shit doesn't matter at all. Well, as Nina Hartley said, if she can get someone off with the uh, pinky on her finger, then obviously people with small dicks can do plenty and get people off no matter what size you are. Because the bottom line is it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with the size. And like you said, it has nothing even to do with the penis or the vagina. It has to do with mental. It's all it's a, 99% it's a fucking mental. I don't even it's think a it's a head game. I don't think it's just head or mental. Emotional. Oh, emotional. I like that. I so I'm re- okay. I think it's time to introduce the the this Let's introduce it, Cam. Okay. The moment you guys have been waiting for. All right, I stumbled the, the across first, the, <laughs> we're we're going to announce that we're doing this. This is the uh Sex Talk with My Mom and Book Club. Sex Talk with My Mom Book Club. Basically, we will be reading a book. And you're going to be reading it with us. If you read it this with is like us, Oprah's book club. in two weeks, in two Mondays from now, we are going to debrief this unbelievable, mind-blowing book that I stumbled upon called 11 Minutes by Paulo Coelho. Coelho. How do you pronounce it? 
Coelho? We'll, Whatever. We'll put it down. He's the guy it. that wrote The Alchemist, but he wrote this book about 11, called 11 Minutes, which is about a prostitute, uh, a Brazilian prostitute who kind of finds herself through prostitution. It is... for. If, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you will enjoy this book because it is sex-related and it, it is an, it's the best analysis and exploration of sex and love that I've ever read. Yeah, and yeah. it's written by a man about yeah, this woman right. and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's narrated by um, a oh, man Oh, well, we should say, so we listened to this... Uh, the audible the version. The audible version, which is only six bucks and it is only six hours. It's phenomenal. It, it was. It's near. It's you can listen to it in driving while you instead I of this podcast. I have not heard. Don't tell him instead of the podcast. Why would you say don't? No? <laughs> I just forget saying, about that. No, forget about that. Okay. It's we're not so getting, good. It's we're not fucking getting any kind of affiliate from Audible, and you're going. Don't listen to our podcast. Just listen to Audible from now on. No, no. It's, it's narrated by Amelia Fox and Derek Jacoby. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes of this episode. The description of this episode. I haven't heard you so crazy about a, it's a book. It's changed the way I view sex and relationships. So are you done with the Zen and the motorcycle maintenance? No, or I'm still three quarters of the way through that. It's, it's, that one's a slow burn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we'll talk about that in two weeks. I highly recommend checking it out. And then we can let us know what your thoughts are. And once you've read it, please send us, leave us a voicemail, send us a text to yes text mom. We'll include it in that show. Um, and can I tell you... Um, one of my um, guilty pleasures are hmm. Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Love that show. The fuck is it? Oh, it's a series. Oh, yeah, are you just going uh, off on things that you like now? A lot of sex in that show. Okay. Yeah. And I would like to shout I would, out. Well, I would like for people to let me know if you guys have seen The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. I also would like to shout out a book that one of our listeners sent us. Her name is Nicole Best. She came out with a book called High Can't With You. H-A-I-K-A-N-T with you. In like, other words, haiku. So it's just a... a, a she, yeah, she, it's she's, a great little book. It's, and, a, it's and, an awesome book. We'll have the link uh, in the Do you want me to read some of these notes. haikus to you? They're hilarious. Yeah, read the ones that, that uh, you had already flagged. Okay, so this one says, the fine line between caring too much slash not enough, worst part of dating. Oh, I like that one. I think that was my favorite one. Met waiting in line. In no way was he her type. They left together. I like that too. So far, she's phenomenal. two for two. The, some of these are funny. They're moving. All right. Is it is it better to end it before getting hurt or ignore it all? Oh, that's like, is it better to have loved and lost and never to have loved it all? I love that one. Get out her number. To th- Gave out her number. To three people at the bar, three texts, who is who? I like that one. She's great. Has that ever happened to you, by the way? That has happened to me. Well, I put someone's number as Adam in my book, and by accident, I text the wrong Adam. So did you end up going, how did you figure out it was the wrong person? Oh, when he texts back, said, I think this is the wrong Adam. <laughs> God knows when I was meeting up with one Adam, and I text somebody completely different. Uh, you can you can check out more of her of these examples at I can't with you H A I K A N T with you on Instagram. Great Instagram. Is, uh, is it also and, and on Amazon? It, uh, I think yeah, it is on Amazon. You so we're gonna ha- we're gonna have in a the, link in the description. In the, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. have a link for you guys. So thank you to Nicole for sending this so our way. We it's loved called it. I can't with you. I love right. it. So adorable. I think we got to wrap it up, man. This is becoming a long. Well, one. let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the haikus. 
for these. Oh, that was, I was trying to do a haiku. But somebody did say to keep rhyming, so okay. That was not a rhyme. I know, it was a haiku. No, it was uh, not a haiku. All either. right, I'm trying to, uh, all right, go read some of these. See if anybody had anything interesting to say over there. All right, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Love you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.